How's it going, everybody? Adrian here from the Gaming Observer for the weekend show, Saturday, January the 30th. I hope you're doing extremely well on this final weekend of January. We're taking a break from the news today to do a variety show. And today I wanted to talk to you about a recent experience or a few recent experiences I've had with virtual reality and with my best friend. So for the past few months, my best friend of my entire life, like since we were two years old, we've been playing video games once a week. And it's something that I have really prioritized in my life when, you know, playing video games isn't something that I would necessarily prioritize as much as I want to. Because, well, I mean, you know, he's my best friend and I haven't been able to see him in close to a year now, thanks to the pandemic. But also it's just good for your mental health to socialize, right? And for us, we do it through video games. So you've probably heard me talk about a few games that we've played, Sea of Thieves, Halo, etc. And just recently, he bought a virtual reality headset. So I immediately started looking up multiplayer VR games. And one of the ones that came highly recommended was a game called Cook Out A Sandwich Tale. And this is basically just, you know, Overcooked or any other of those time management games, but in VR. So you have customers come up to the the ordering stand, they tell you what they want, you gotta make it, and then you gotta get it to them in a certain amount of time. It is chaotic, it really challenges your multitasking skills, it's got great charm, like many of these games do. So in one way, today's episode is, a, is by means of a recommendation, go play Cookout if you have VR. I'm sure it's great solo as well. But I also wanted to tell you about it because, I don't know, it was just a really special moment for me, I guess, because it was the first time that I really got to see my friend in a year, right? I'm sure there's other apps in the VR space that we could have played, and we're gonna get to those eventually. But for the first time in front of my face, I saw him moving around. I saw his posture and his mannerisms, right? All, all right in front of me. We could pass items to each other and throw stuff at each other. And I don't know, there, like, there's really something special there. If you just look at VR from a very business-oriented perspective, you know that we're still not there yet, right? VR has a ways to go before it's a mainstream mainstay. But if you look at it from a social perspective, from a human experience perspective, it is unparalleled. You know, the, the kind of vibes that it gave me when I was playing it was, and this is going to sound weird, but it was, to me, it kind of felt like Animal Crossing. And they're totally different vibes. Animal Crossing is way more wholesome. But it was this idea that when I go to visit a friend's island, I'm seeing them in their island, in the place that they designed with their friends that they've made. And then when I bring them to my island, I'm inviting them to my home with the friends that I've made and the bedroom I have decorated. It felt like a level of socializing that you can't usually do in video games, or at least isn't so so common. And what VR did is it didn't even take that wholesome environment. I literally just saw the movements of my friend, and it felt like I was with him. You know, hours away from each other in reality, but I strap a thing on my head and all of a sudden I'm there with him. That level of human connection is gonna succeed. It's just a matter of developing the technology, making it financially sustainable, etc. Getting people to buy in, and they'll have it. And I mean, obviously, that's just the tip of the iceberg, right? Like, there's so many different things you can do with that concept when you can literally say, hey, put a thing on your head and we'll transport you anywhere. We've already seen such cool things come out of that, like talk shows and, I don't know, new forms of art and things like that. And I'm just looking forward to how things are going to go from there. In fact, something that I've even been toying around with a bit, there's this, there's this app on VR called Altspace, 
that's ALT space. They were bought by Microsoft a while ago, but basically it's a social VR platform where people make events. So you might have heard about the church gatherings that happened through VR, that happened in Altspace, or any kind of presentations or open mics, talent shows, things like that. You could organize an event and then people will show up at a certain time. So I've been thinking about doing like a VR version of the Gaming Observer for a long time. You know, once a week, just do like a mini presentation about the, the week in video games. I don't know, I thought it would be a neat little concept. And it's just so cool that that all of a sudden is possible, right? That I would be able to see people physically as I do this show instead of a computer screen and a microphone. Anyway, I know that this uh, show wasn't particularly focused, but I hope you enjoyed it nonetheless. If you have any thoughts about VR, please feel free to write in to me. I'd love to hear them. And uh, hey, I'll be back tomorrow with another variety show, back with the news on Monday. Until next time, happy gaming, everyone. Hey, it's the TGO After Show. You know what I've been playing a lot recently? Minecraft. Uh, I was telling you, I think it was yesterday, about all of the game, or a few days ago, all of the games that I play while I'm in class. So I had a class today, and uh, my game of choice was Minecraft. And it's amazing to me how that game has lived forever. Like, I remember buying that game at a very young age. I'm I'm trying to imagine how old I would have been. Like 12, 13, something like that? Maybe even younger? You know, Minecraft in its earliest days, before there was even a hunger bar. And it just blows my mind that here I am, like, you know, I started at, at 12 being like, ooh, Minecraft, I'm going to build a square dirt house. And then here I am at 22 going, ooh, Minecraft, I'm going to make a square dirt house because <laughs> I'm not good enough to make anything else. Uh, okay, maybe that's a lie. I've, I've done some pretty fun stuff. I've always said that one day I'll take you through all of the different things that I've made in Minecraft over the years because I've saved all of it or at least all the significant ones. And it's just the perfect game, because I feel like, you know, I tend to be a builder in Minecraft. I'm not much of an explorer, but I'm also really bad at building. So most of my time is occupied, like, clearing out areas and filling them in with the block that I want, like usually wood. You know, if I'm going to build a basement, then I spend, like, hours just mining out the space and filling it with a, a wooden interior. And then I'm like, well done, mission accomplished. Because if that's all I have to do, then it's easy to, to do it while watching a lesson or something, right? If that was the only thing I was doing, then maybe it wouldn't capture my attention as much. But yeah, I spend most of my time just in survival, building stuff. I don't think I've ever gotten to the end of Minecraft, which is literally an area, but also storyline-wise, the end. Even though I've been playing this game consistently, I mean, God, when did the end come into Minecraft? Let's see, it was introduced in... Oh, I guess it was introduced in 1.0 when it launched in 2011. So nine years I've been playing this game and I've never actually gotten to the end game content. I don't even know how to get there because I just build stuff. And then when I run out of resources to build stuff with, I go and collect those resources. So maybe one day I'll get there. The other game that's been pretty good for me has been Hades because I've gotten to the point with it now that I've seen most of the game. And so I'm able to really get that on a loop. You know, I know all the enemy patterns... I know what the weapons do, etc. So I don't have to concentrate that much, kind of like Binding of Isaac. And as long as I don't put the difficulty too high up, I'm able to pretty much coast through it, which I'm trying to do because I would love to get all the achievements in that game at some point because they are achievable. They just take time. Uh, So there you go. That's what I've been playing. What have you been playing? Any games that you've been playing that you think I should play? I'm happy to hear it. I actually got a recommendation in the Discord recently from, uh, from Grim D 
who said that I should try out one of the, the newer mods for the original Doom. I believe it's called Brutal Doom. And that's one of those things, like, I've always wanted to play a lot of these classics, right? Games that were made before I was born. That's something that Shelby likes to do with books, right? She's a big book person, so she likes to read all the classic literature that so much of what we know is found, founded on. So I would love to do that for video games, but I just find myself never actually doing it, and I don't know why. Probably because it doesn't hold my attention as well as a old book might. All right, anyway, there you go. I hope you're doing extremely well. Uh, until next time, farewell. <laughs>